0: Welcome back to Joe Meets World episode 157 in which we watched episode 22 and 23 of season 7 of Boy Meets World, the final season. Joining me this week to just look back at all that we've done and that Boy Meets World has done and that Aaron has done is my good friend, my brother from another mother, Mr. Philly himself, Philly Chuck. Hey,
1: Chuck. Roll those clips, baby.
0: (laughs) So I'll address that at the top of the episode. I put out the call two months ago, or a month and a half ago, for anyone, and if you're listening to this, well, this is directed at you. Not really. I don't care. But uh, for anyone that's been on the show or has listened to the show, To just, you know, write in or, you know, record themselves saying something so that in the spirit of these last two episodes, which are essentially clip shows, we could do a clip show for us. And exactly no one answered. So it's just going to be me and Chuck talking. (laughs)
1: You're stuck with me, guys.
0: Yep. For as long as we choose to talk. (laughs) <laughs> because the other thing that i will address right now just because we're i'm in, in the mood now now we're talking about it um i cannot promise that this is the last episode of joy meets Wor- joe meets world but this is probably the last episode of joe meets world at a minimum um i'm taking the rest of the year off from this if i get some inspirado and decide to come back with something else um you won't get it before 2023. So uh, this is it for a while. Enjoy the archives. Consider the Patreon if you really want the archives forever because they're just going to stay there forever. And if I do something in the meantime, it'll probably go to the Patreon and not the main feed because I'll just be exploring and thinking about doing different stuff. So Or don't. That's also cool. Totally respect it. You could also follow the Patreon without actually having to give me money. So if you're like, well, I want to see what Joe does next, but I don't want to just give him money. I respect that. You just hit follow on Patreon. <laughs> All right. That got me. I don't know why. <laughs> just me being like, hey, it's cool. Like I respect you know, that. I respect that. I would appreciate you giving me money because, you know, I could use it. but But I get it. Because <laughs> I could use it. So I understand. Oh, uh, so how you doing, Chuck?
1: Ah, oh, man, I'm not bad. How about you?
0: I'm, I'm great. I we am. You go, go get
1: some tears out of you this episode.
0: Probably not. The tears came earlier when I watched the show. I oh, will yeah? be surprised. I'll be surprised if I start crying while we talk about it. Well, especially I'm if try it's my you. God, great! I am. I am very happy that you are going to try and make me cry on the show. Yep. yep. Uh, Before we get to any of that, we're going to do the questions for one last time, because this is probably the last time the questions will ever happen. Since the last time we recorded, what is something that made you happy? (sighs)
1: Since the last time we recorded, Mm -hmm. something that made me happy. I don't know. Let me just because it's the last time.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: I want to. I w- I just want to address something that I've had trouble with this entire time. Okay. And it's getting the order in which these questions come up. It's like, funny because I,
0: I do ask them in the same order every time.
1: I know, but for some reason, my stupid monkey brain is <laughs> going, okay, something good I did. And then you go, name something <laughs> that made you happy. And then I just go, oh, no. I had the good idea in my head.
0: <laughs>
1: so so just
0: again, since it's the last episode and to buy you time to think, um, I will say the reason why I specifically ask them in that order, because I'm a crazy person and I think too much about everything, is because when I say what's something that made you happy, that's supposed to motivate for you and the listener looking inward. And then when it's when what's some good that you did, it's you looking outward. So it's let's focus because it's easier for people to focus on themselves first, not you specifically, but like, so it's, that's kind of the rhythm I go with where it's like, okay, for first we look at like, essentially what's the good. So there is a method in my madness.
1: Gotcha. I'm sorry. You completely cut out for me there
0: (laughs) the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> I've just been over here, like,
0: oh no. <laughs> I was buying you time to think, so I, I know hope you thought of something. I okay. did.
1: I mean, I had something before.
0: It's just okay. I wanted to acknowledge the meta. You know what? It's the last episode. Let yeah. it ride. We're letting that's, it ride. This is warts and all, baby.
1: Absolutely. That's that's why that's why I said it because I'm not going to get another chance. Um. <clears throat> so. Uh, I am just generally stoked about uh, my family, my job, and just life in general. It's okay. Yeah, I was saving that whole thing
0: for Good. this episode. What about yeah. you? Um, uh, The TMNT Cowabunga Collection came out, and I treated myself to the super extra special whole bunch of bullshit edition. And it showed up yesterday, and it is beautiful, and I love it, and I have a bunch of Turtles games to play now on my console, and that makes me very happy. Well, if
1: that didn't get you to start crying, I don't know what's
0: gonna. (laughs) You're a douche. (laughs) So tell me, Chuck, since the last time we recorded, what's some good that you did?
1: I'm half tempted to say uh, I didn't try to step on my friend when he asked me what some good I did. Um, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. Um, I just, you know, generally making other people's lives easier.
0: Really? I tried. Taking, the, taking the easy way out here you know at what? the end, at the end of some all things
1: stuff at this part. So, yeah, keeping it real. All right.
0: What about um, you? See, this is where I always struggle. What do you got? I, I usually have something in my head, and then it goes out of my head, and I lose it. Um, I mean, I had a, a very earnest conversation with someone that took some issue <clears throat> with an article I, I put out, and they seemed to acknowledge and grow some understanding. So I'm going to go with that. Like, more understanding in the world, less Fighty, fighty over tribal bullshit that doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I just think, really do think that you should have, um, you know, talked to me before you posted my nudes.
0: That's that for everyone interested in those. That's at onlyfans.com slash Joe Pank. <laughs> don't laugh when I say the la- end part of the fucking thing. Onlyfans.com slash Joe Pank. Now you can laugh. Uh, <laughs> Because then they won't hear it, and that ruins the joke. But yes, if you want Chuck's nudes, go there. Give me money. See what happens.
1: They aren't there, by the way. Oh,
0: listen. Listen. I I have a picture of your ball. You have my permission. If you want to see Chuck's ball. You just got my verbal permission. I want to do an OnlyFans that's just pictures of my balls. (laughs) Like, it won't work. No one would give me money. But it seems like such a funny thing to say. It
1: depends on how creative you get with it. No, no. Listen. Here's my balls on the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Here's my balls hanging off the USS Chuck, how
0: long have you known me? I get creative, and no one cares.
1: I mean, I've never seen your balls on the Statue of Liberty. So that's you start true. teabagging American national statues, and I'm in.
0: My ball, the, just exclusively my balls on national monuments. So my balls on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. My balls like yeah. the Empire State Building. Or no, the Washington it, Monument. That's what I meant to say. Teabagging it looks like a Lincoln anyway. Memorial. Yep. Just you know what and once once
1: you get stuck on top of the Statue of Liberty with your balls out <laughs> it will garner national news and you'll be rich. Uh,
0: you know um that's not necessarily true.
1: No, you will.
0: Infamy I've does not the equal future. infamy does not equal money, my friend.
1: I mean, if you do it right, it does. Uh, yes. Look at my life, Chuck. Have I done it right? (laughs) Have you put your balls on top of the Statue of Liberty?
0: Not yet. Well,
1: see, I can answer a question with a question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This episode is very quickly derailed, and I'm not sure what we're going to do about it. Um, Ah,
1: I like to say on course.
0: (laughs) So it's going to be a little looser this week because it's the last episode. We're going to keep saying that because it's an easy crutch. And because these two episodes weren't really episodes, they were clip shows. So like, there's a couple things I want to talk about, but we're also going to just kind of talk about things in general, maybe a little bit of the podcast, you know, whatever Chuck kind of latches onto besides me putting my balls on national monuments and all of that is my way of transitioning into us kind of quasi talking about boy meets world. So, Chuck. Yes. Any any comments Sorry. that you would like to lead with about these two episodes?
1: Uh, we finally get uh, we finally get a title for the move Feeny Call.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, is that the first time? that?
1: It's the first time I've heard of it.
0: You've missed some episodes, so it's possible that it was somewhere else. But that's fair. That's fair. Well, I mean, you know, that's fair. fair.
1: We get confirmation that he loves the Feeney call.
0: That's true. Um, We also get confirmation because this is something that Hayes and I talked about. That Feeney did, in fact, buy his house back because yes. when he re- when he la- when he retired he sold his house and moved to Jackson Hole Wyoming and then he moved back but we until now we have not seen him back at his house and i forgot that in this in episode 22 you see Feeney at his house yeah yeah i <laughs> which i think is a cute little little thing i would also like a eric doll that does the Feeney Call. If um, anyone at Disney is looking into doing merchandise. I mean.
1: I want one too. But <laughs> I want anything. That will replace the doll I made. Of America's National Treasure. Wilfred Dell.
0: We don't talk about that in public. Because it's creepy and it's a downer. I forgot. <laughs> so. Um, this is actually a callback. To an earlier episode. Because you know it's a clip show. But it struck me again and made me laugh when uh, Eric's just like, oh, Trailer Boy has all the answers. Well, guess what, Trailer Boy? Like, him calling Sean Trailer Boy cracks me up yeah. because of the way that Fidel delivers the line. Like, there's no, even though it's, it's like, it's a cruel in its heart, there's no malice in his delivery. He's like, oh, Trailer Boy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could see people having a problem with that today.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's still beautiful and I don't care.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I said people, I didn't say me.
0: <laughs> I got more, but is there more that you have? Uh, roll those clips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Um, So they end episode one. Oh, we're back. Yeah, yeah. there's no clips, Chuck. I told you, there's no there's no clips. Oh. Um,
1: well, what did we just roll?
0: Nothing. Um, Sean's joke about why he can't leave for New York City is dark but hilarious to me. When he's just like, you know, I can't leave. I have a father, a mother, a girlfriend, a good job. And then he starts laughing because he has none of those things. And that's incredibly sad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that hit me. I
0: was like, wow. It went
1: there with him.
0: It, It also struck me, and they've, like, the last few episodes it's been building to this, but, like, Sean, more than anyone else, in my opinion, looks so much older. And part of that is because it feels like clearly at this point, he's kind of breaking the mold of what Sean the character's supposed to look like. So, like, he's grown in his goatee, he seems like he's lost weight, he's, you know, his hair is done differently, which ages him because the character was so defined for so long. Yeah. Because often, visually, we we define the age visually as change. So, even though Sean's the same age as Wilfred L, and, like, uh, Rider Strong today looks like a very still looks young. He doesn't look old and decrepit. Like in that moment, because his appearance has changed so much, he looks so much older than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. To me, or to me, he was
1: replaced by an alternate uh, timeline villain.
0: <sighs> we are not going to do the Avril Lavigne conspiracy.
1: But why though?
0: Because I don't like Avril Lavigne. Okay. <laughs> I liked you, but why, though? Um, so then we transition to episode two, and um, Chet, we get Ghost Dad back. Chet shows up as a ghost again.
1: Yeah, that was a surprise. And, yeah. he, uh, and he, he pinched Rachel's butt.
0: I was going to get there, you son of a bitch.
1: I, I sneaked you. Um, so I, I always sneak you somehow.
0: I always forget that he shows up, but that's one of the moments that gets to me too. When it's like you know, when like my, one of my favorite moments is when Ryder does his impression, and then Chet goes, "I don't sound nothing like that." Yeah, and it's exactly like him. Yeah, but he's and he's also so serious about it. Like I don't sound like that. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, life don't or money don't make you rich. Life makes you rich. And then Jack, like, who we've talked about, had had this complete change of heart and become this vain, money hungry dick. Suddenly's like, That's right. I'm gonna be a good person and join the Peace Corps. And then Chet's all mad because he's like, <laughs> Money makes you rich. Ask anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was
1: that was a good like turn that turning that on its head.
0: And I'm very happy that like Chet was not, you know, main cast, but I'm happy they were able to get him back for the last episode of the show, even though he was dead. Um, The character, not the actor Actor's still alive.
1: It would have been impressive if the actor was dead and they
0: got him. Right. That would have been amazing. So then right before he leaves, he pinches Rachel's ass. Yep. That's a running bit that carries over to girl meets world. Chat keeps pinching Rachel's butt. Rachel is not in girl meets world. Sadly. But Ghost Dad shows up in Girl Meets World and he pinches a woman's ass as he leaps. And she has the exact same reaction of who just pinched my ass. Nice. So Chet is horny forever and ever and ever. <laughs> sure. Um they also like casually say he's in heaven because he says they like that up here, but okay. they never say heaven.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. They handled they handled Chet real well.
0: They do. I like I I've oh, I've been a, a Chet fan forever because of where like the, where the character ends up and like he's a Dead. flawed he's what's that yes um he's a flawed character but he's not a bad character like even though he's very he's the casual glance early on is that he's such a he's a deadbeat dad and this that and the other. And then, like, as time goes on, you realize, like, no, he just did the best he could. He just, like, the best he could wasn't what people would consider great. Like, but he still tried. He always tried to do what he thought was right. He never – and sometimes he got scared. He was a human character. He was he was reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it also struck me because the main crux, as we talked about last episode – is that uh, Topanga has an opportunity at a internship at a law firm in New York City, and that is why they are making this decision and leaving. And Cor- and uh, Corey wants advice from Feeney, and Feeney gives him the big speech about like, well, she's always succeeded, but you know, she's never left. So she'll always continue to succeed, but she won't continue to grow. Right. And like he, cause Corey's also like, you think it'll do better out here? And Feeney tries to like hammer the point home of it's not that I think because he does the plant metaphor. He's like, it's not that I think it'll do better. It's just that it'll stop growing. And even if it fails, that's better as long as it continues to grow. Yep.
1: And it that kind of great. Go ahead. Uh, it was just a, a great um, callback. Almost to these two characters and their relationship in the past, you know, closing, yes. closing that out with that kind of uh, advice thing like they had done in the past and maybe hadn't gotten to um, in a while. Yeah, in, yeah, in a while, but they, they still harkened back to it, which I liked.
0: But it also it hit me personally because it made me kind of have a reckoning because I'm always thinking about shit and, you know, why I am where I am and it made me realize I've never felt that I've had a safe place to fail like if I've failed with those that are close to me like family and whatnot it's not there's no, it's not safe it's how it's how could you do failure is a is a sin for lack of a better word <clears throat> in my life like which just made things worse <laughs> when things went bad because I didn't feel like I had the safe place to like okay you made a mistake get your shit together, just learn from it. And that's why, like, when I have conversations with people, especially when I have, because I have friends that have kids, and friends that have kids that are starting to be adults, like, are reaching 18, and are going to be graduating, and, like, going into the world. And I always tell them, like, they're gonna mess, make mistakes. That's what we do. Like, the best you can hope for is that they don't make the same mistakes that you or I did. Like, let them make new and fantastic mistakes, and enjoy that, because it means... They learned from you, and they're doing good, and they're doing better. But no one's perfect. Like no one's gonna ha- hit, you know, home run every time they're up at, pl- at the plate. Well said. So yeah, so that was that was a little Joe meets world moment. Yeah, and that's always cute. I mean, I know that always comes to, but that's always cute when Corey gives his speech to what I believe is his real little brother. Oh, um, I could see it. Um, And then does the whole Boy Meets World. Now I get it. Yeah. A
1: little yeah. meta. Yeah. I
0: like it. The reason I say... And it's also... I believe it's the same kid that when Corey and Topanga move into their apartment, he's the one in the hall that says, I see dead people. Okay. Um, But the reason I believe it's his little brother is because... So, Fred is Ben Savage's older brother.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fred did the Wonder Years. Ben was on the Wonder Years, I think, twice. And so I believe that the younger brother was also on Ben's show, because the older brother was too. So it's just, it's the family thing where they try to at least get him in there for once or twice, because, you know, it's yeah. a nice thing to do. Sure. Fun fact: Ben Savage is apparently running for mayor of his little neighborhood in California. Really? Because I think I think we talked about on the show that um, Will Friedell, uh Ryder Strong, and Daniel Fishel are doing a Boy Meets World podcast. Yes. <laughs> and they addressed early on, like you know, there's no bad blood. Ben just doesn't want to be part of it. And then like a couple weeks later, he announced that he's running for mayor, and people were like, that's why he's not doing the podcast. Like. He's yeah. running for public office. Like it would make sense to not. It makes sense. There's no, no nefarious part to it. It's just like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, because you're not supposed to be have a built-in platform uh, when. Yeah, running. it gets, it gets tricky. And then plus, like, if they're talking openly about old stories, whether it's true, like the the validity of it doesn't affect that. It. it could still have a negative impact on the campaign. Plus depending i mean even though it's a small time thing he's not necessarily going to have time to do it so For like sure. there's there's multiple aspects to like why it makes sense but it just you know yeah. here at here at the end looking back at the totality of time just yeah that'd be something to mention
1: yeah i mean that that is that is interesting information and and you know something i didn't have
0: there you go. So now um, I know a thing. And then cuz all the clips we've talked about cuz we did the show. Um it always gets me and it will always get me when they go back to the original class. I mean it's not the original literally I don't think unless they've repurposed it over the years. But the the sixth grade class that they all were in in season 1 and they all yeah. say good they all say goodbye to Faney and I get choked yeah. up every time.
1: It was it was a good end end scene.
0: And I love I love that Wilfredo that Eric. So Topanga hugs Feeny. Feeny holds out his hand for Sean and Sean hugs him. He holds out his arms to hug Eric. Eric shakes his hand and then hugs him. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good fake out. It was. Um, and then. My favorite thing, and I think I brought it up in earlier episodes, but it's one of my favorite things where it's just Corey going, uh, I think you've known me long enough. You can call me. Do you think you've known me long enough you can call me Corey? And then Feeney goes, "I think I've known you long enough that I can call you Cornelius. And then Corey's like, <laughs>
1: <"Hey!"> <laughs> Not <laughs> even Topanga knows that.
0: yeah, but I love it's it's just like um in scrubs, I always love and it's a li- just like here it's a little thing that doesn't really get mentioned much. But that uh, Mr. Cox's first name is Percival instead because he's Perry. And just that Corey, like oh, we've always everyone's called him Corey the entire show. There's no reason to think he's anything but Corey Matthews. And his name is Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a <laughs>
1: strong name though, Cornelius. That is.
0: That's a that's a very odd peculiar especially like think about it. Like his brother, his older brother's name is Eric. His sister's name is Morgan, and he's Cornelius.
1: Yeah. What's
0: his, it's not, the other brother's name? Um, Joshua, but that's because of the whole Bible thing. Like, they did the whole thing of because he was a preemie and he was in the NICU. And so, like, that has in-story explanation. Ah. Gotcha. In, in between the other two is, like, Why? Like, did Alan win a bet to name him and just thought it was funny? Like, yeah, I could see that happening. And I do. I
1: mean, I love that. It's, silly. it's crazy.
0: It is true. Um, when, you know, Eric's like, you're going to miss me? And Alan's like, nope. And they show all the clips of them bonding his father and son. And then, you know, yeah, it's only, it's the thing where it's even though they're adults and even though they're going out on their own um, and they need to. Like you still, you know, you still fear for them. You still don't want them to just fall flat on their ass. So it's yeah. Yeah, it's a touching moment.
1: It is. Roll those clips.
0: I had a feeling you were gonna do this again. There are no clips. There are no clips to roll. Thank you for reminding me that after three years, three and a half years, no <laughs> one cared enough to send anything in. Thanks, Chuck.
1: I mean, you could just
0: repurpose my audio. <laughs> You're a real mensch. From I've this got- show. That'd be funny,
1: actually. <laughs> From this show.
0: No, anything else. <laughs> if if, the sh- if this podcast was a little more successful, I would do that. I would literally just clip out things we said. And every time you said, roll those clips, just play us talking earlier. That's, that is a funny idea. I'll give you that. That's fucking yeah. hilarious.
1: I was waiting for you to come around to it. All I had to wait, do was wait for you to talk yourself into it.
0: I know. That's all you ever have to do with me, really. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> so, because I will probably never cover Girl Meets World, but I have watched Girl Meets World, this feels like a fine time to talk about some things as they all leave for New York City. Because that's the other thing I forget is that right now in the show, you know, Boy Meets World, they all decide to go to New York City. They all go together. Well, when I say all, I mean Eric, the main four. Because Rachel yes. and Jack are off in the Peace Corps and never seen again. Um, so Sean becomes a writer and becomes a, a successful writer. And presumably, I, f- I can't remember if they mentioned a specific magazine, but you know, it's New York City. I'm sure he got some good jobs. Vote. Um Yes, exactly. He was the head he became head editor of Vogue. No. Um and then and it's something they deal with in Girl Meets World that we don't need to go into right now. Basically, the day that Riley, which is Cory and Topanga's oldest, is born, Sean leaves and doesn't visit anymore. And you know, so it's a big thing in Girl Meets World when he comes back. But then uh my head headcanon, because I don't think they officially say it, they go to visit Sean at one point. The kids do. The young girls from Girl Meets World. I forget her friend's name. Jessie. It's Riley. Yeah, no, it's something else. Riley and whatever. It doesn't matter. But um, they go to visit Sean after he's come back to their lives. And it looks like Sean is actually living in Feeney's cabin. Which we've seen in Boy Meets world. And so like my head my head canon is that Sean bought the cabin from Feeney because they had that heart to heart there. And sure. they and like here, like it's it's really beautiful and it's it's one of those things where I wish more people watched the show because you can take the lesson from it. Like when Sean, who was presented as a troubled kid, had a lot of problems and he looks at Feeney and goes, You never gave up on me never once and like it's hard it's not easy to give up on to not give up on people when they're making mistakes or going through a hard time but it's vitally important if you care about them because people can tell when you give up on them yeah and sometimes all you need is that one shred of hope to just survive long enough to get into a different spot yep but yeah so that's where i I, because the cabin looks the same like so that's what I've always said in my head. I I think, and I think it would be a nice little parody. Parity, not parody. Um, that sh- like the day came where Feeney's like, I do need to sell the cabin, and Sean was in a position to buy it. And be like, no, I'm I'm gonna buy it. And if you know if you ever want to still come up here, you're allowed. You can still come up, but like I'll buy it. Um, Eric. <laughs> Eric. I believe... Now, this has been a while, even though I adore it. Becomes the mayor of a small town in Canada. He does marry a moose. And he does become dances with squirrels.
1: Plays with squirrels.
0: What's that? Plays with squirrels. Oh, plays with squirrels, yes. He does become plays with squirrels. And then... He's so good at it for so long he comes back to New York city because a political group wants him to run for state Senate in New York. Oh, wow. Yes. It's, it's like, I'll even say this to you, Chuck, I may look the episode up or like, you should watch it just because you love Wilfred L Like, it is a will Friedle episode that just makes you love the character of Eric so much more. He's actually in a couple episodes and it's weird. Cause that's where I was like, Oh, we could do, we could just do the plays with squirrels episodes. But he like, he comes back in one episode, explains to them. That's what's happening. Then isn't there for a couple episodes. And then there's like a debate that they have, which is like the, the payoff of his storyline. Oh, okay. So it'd be a little out of sequence, but like, I would just want you to watch the debate episode because it's like I if, if you and I sat down, you know, you and Philly and me here. We sit down together, of course, as we always do um, and watched that episode. I would start bawling because of what they do and how beautiful I think it is. Roll those clips.
1: Let me know when we're back in. And we're
0: back. All right. At a certain point, folks, you just you just have to roll with it. You just have to let him be him because that's what's going to happen. So many memories. So many memories. Um, hell, at this point, I'm thinking about getting our old podcast and just clipping stuff from that. <laughs> Please don't.
1: <laughs> I made a I
0: made, a I made a I made a friend. He's Mexican. Um,
1: I mean that's all factual. It is it's dude true. was from Mexico. It's, it's
0: not true. It's 100% correct. It
1: was...
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah it's my like a steel trap my mind is um, yeah.
1: yeah
0: And so then I think we've talked about I think Corey had becomes a I believe he's a history teacher. He becomes a teacher. And he teaches in a New York City school. Oh, boy. Um, and Topanga becomes a lawyer. And then they they do the thing. And, like, I understand why they did it. But they do the thing again where it's Topanga wants to rediscover her hippiness after being a corporate lawyer and get back in touch with herself, which is fine. But they did it in this with her as an adult. So it feels a little meh. But I mean,
1: you can't you can't spell hippiness without Topanga penis.
0: I mean, you could you could.
1: Nope. Not the way I spell it.
0: (laughs) So I watched uh, I watched me time on Netflix. I don't know what that is. It's a Kevin Hart, Mark Wahlberg comedy movie. Oh, I'm sorry you did that. It was fine. It was enjoyable. I like Marky Mark. Um, but there's a character in it as part of the plot who's who has a turtle sanctuary and he says oh yes well so and so designed my turtle sanctuary you know in topanga and i'm just like that's the maybe the first time in my life that i've heard a character actually refer to like the topanga valley in another show unironically huh nice yeah it struck me as is interesting I realize now it's not that much, but, you know. I mean, you know.
1: If you're not going to put it here, where are you going to put it?
0: Right? Put it on my next Clicks Nexus podcast make no sense. Like, hell, I was watching (laughs) Me Time. Yeah. You should, (laughs) to be fair, you should do that anyway. I know. I watched a lot of movies this week. I watched Eraserhead yesterday, too. That was a choice.
1: (laughs) It certainly was.
0: It was like it's I adore David Lynch, and like every time I think I can expect how weird something he does is gonna be, he's just like hold my hold my cigarette and coffee. Let me show you how
1: it's done, yeah, roll those clips, sorry, it was just completely I made a package. friend <laughs> at, at that point you roll you rolled David Lynch' clips. <laughs>
0: No, I don't want to get sued. Um, just like
1: maybe ten seconds of one of his movies, you'll be fine. No, 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 no. Especially if it's just an explosion.
0: No, I'll just play. I'll just play from Twin Peaks. Just damn, this is a fine cup of coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you
0: go. So apparently, because I love, I I missed Douglas' movies when he was in his prime. But you remember how? Uh, and if you don't, that's why I say this is a preamble. When he did the Twin Peaks sequel series a couple of years ago on Showtime, Oh, So he did like literally, you know, whatever, like the actual time distance that was from the original series. He did it uh, a couple. I think it was like ten episodes, something like that, on Showtime. And um, Badger from Breaking Bad was, I think, I think it was him. It was somebody, was on Twin Peaks. And then did Douglas movies afterwards. And he, he was like, dude, it was, I'm, I'm now telling somebody else a story. Cause I feel like it. Uh, he goes, it was crazy being on set with Lynch because he was walking around smoking a cigarette and carrying a fire extinguisher. And someone asked him like, why are you doing that? And he goes, well, the fire marshal said I couldn't have an open flame with a cigarette So I told him, what if I carried a fire extinguisher around just in case anything caught on fire? And they went, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So David Lynch directed Twin Peaks carrying a fire extinguisher around for his cigarettes. I love that. I do too. That's why I wanted to tell the story because I don't think enough people can know that story. (laughs) I think everyone needs to hear it. Yeah.
1: Like, think outside the box. (laughs) Use their logic against them.
0: Oh. God, that's good. It's just like, it was, I think it was like, either right at the beginning of the pandemic or just before. He released this short, I think it's still on Netflix, called What Did uh, Jack Do? And it's like 20 minutes. And it's David Lynch in a train car Talking to a Kupak or whatever with what the little spider monkey from Friends.
1: Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Talking to this monkey, and then they like digitally manipulate the monkey's mouth so that it answers in English. <laughs> and it's just and it's like like the monkey murdered his girlfriend or something. It's just surreal.
1: <laughs> it would have been better if the monkey spoke in flawless like French (laughs) (laughs) and like he could still understand him right (laughs) like it's like subtitle the monkey but just have him speak French Uh, just incidentally
0: I just love that he has this 20 minute conversation like and he's smoking a cigarette because it's David Lynch he's just having this conversation with this monkey and then I watched it I'm just like what is this I love it I don't it doesn't make any sense (laughs)
1: Oh man, that's good.
0: Yeah, so that's it's been uh it's been a hell of a week, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's but good. Yeah. That's good. So I will miss this is where I listen I've got the feeling like maybe I will actually tear up. I will miss doing this podcast with you. I am I, gonna say that now.
1: I will I will uh eventually miss. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I actually <laughs> will miss doing this podcast as well. Like, I mean, it had yeah. to... We had it. We. It was a long. It was a long run.
0: It was, but, but it, ha- it always had a finite point. It was. There was yeah. always a point at which it had to end.
1: Yeah. Now that we're here, you know, it's it's a bummer doing the last of anything.
0: It's bittersweet. It is. Ah. And I mean, I've opened, I've openly talked about it. Like part of why I enjoy what I, when, when the podcast was really bumping, I said bumping. Cause I don't know why. Um, what I really enjoyed was it was an excuse to, you know, once a week, once every couple of weeks, get, you know, sit and talk with you, talk with Runt, talk, talk with any doozer, talk with anyone that's on the show. I just enjoyed it. It was an excuse because we're adults and we need it. It was an excuse to get together with my friends and spend some time talking about um a show I love, but also just like what's going on in their life and where they're at. And I mean, since this since the show started, Doozer started his whole YouTube channel, which is doing well. Like he's yeah, he's killing it. it. Uh the 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 oh my god. Well rounded dude. I was gonna say gentleman. I'm yes. like, no, gentleman's my thing. The well-rounded dude. Look it up on YouTube. He talked about doing a podcast. I don't think he's done it yet because we were talking a little bit about it where he's like, well, what do I really need? I'm like, well, not really much. Um,
1: Yeah, no, he's actually really good at it.
0: But he's been, yeah, he's been doing the YouTube thing. He's got a lot of subscribers. You know, he's been hitting some important milestones. I believe he gets sent some stuff because it's to do the, if you don't want to go back and listen to the episode because he plugs it on the show early on. And every time he's on, but, like, the early on, he explains it all. Um, But his whole thing is kind of doing, like, male male fashion, male care, but also, like, don't exclude the nerdy part. Don't, like, being a well-rounded dude. Like, have interests. Don't just obsess about your hair. Don't just obsess about your clothes. Like, that's important. Make choices that look good for you. But then also, like, make time for your hobbies. I think the video he just did was about self-care, like, the importance of it, figuring out what works for you. I thought it was very funny because, like, that's something that's been very important to me for especially COVID, like, finding the, those times for me to escape. And that's how I look at it. It's not how you have to look at it. But it's how I look at it. It was, like, just escape the, the regiment, escape the routine, take a breather, reset and then come back refreshed because you know it's it's everyone needs a break everyone needs a break um, yep. so yeah I mean you know I still do bad friends with runt if you guys want to go hear me talk somewhere else talk about my dick a lot I don't talk about my dick that much but I do like we've taught we that's I wish that show was longer I wish each episode was longer because like he got me going <laughs>
1: are, we, are we not talking about your dick
0: <laughs> no no oh. i I already hurt bitches. Um oh. but uh, he got me going about Street Sharks in one episode, and he just like, and he said he, after I got done ranting about how great Street Sharks is because I do love Street Sharks, he just goes, "I wish you guys could have just seen, like, the way his eyes just, me and mine, just shot open when I said Street Sharks, because I'm just like, no, you don't even understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, man. Yeah." I was. I was like a street I, shark. I saw the toys in, uh, Am- was it, Am- it was Ames or Kmart, before the sh- the cartoon came out. So I'm like, these things are amazing. And then there was a cartoon. And I'm like, there's a cartoon of these amazing toys. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know, that was
1: so the then- '90s, baby.
0: It was, and I oh, I love Street Sharks. Um, but Run also still still killing it with Fortress of Comic News. Oh, that's what I was gonna say real quick. Double back to Doozer. so Doozer's doing all this male fashion stuff, and I believe he's getting samples from companies now. So like he's killing it. So you know, yeah, if any of is. that, if any of that interests you, go check it out. And even if it doesn't interest you, go subscribe and hook a brother up. Yeah, um, it's free. Yeah, just hit the subscribe. Um. Runt still doing Fortress of Comic News. He's doing a lot more interviews. Uh, he's getting his shit out there, you know. Again, it's all it's got a presence on YouTube. Go check it out. It doesn't cost you a damn thing. Yep. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm going to be uh in a party of five podcast. I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm not going back.
0: I refuse. Sorry. I, I I just thought like I wanna do one episode with you right now when we watch Party of Five and just talk about it earnestly. No. no. I have never I have never watched a single episode of Party of Five.
1: Me neither. I just picked a random show.
0: What I but see that's another thing. We're gonna go back to commercials because I love it. Was that Patreon talk? I think that was Patreon talk. It was. It was. Go, if you Throw want to, clips. Let's, <laughs> and then I just insert the entire Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to understand what this is, two bucks, so you can understand what the hell I'm talking about. But um like t- commercials popped up for when I was in some of the collections for party of five, and I'm just like, I wanted to do the thing that I do sometimes when it makes me laugh on Facebook where I just post status It's, hey guys, remember Party of Five? <laughs> remember because because nobody like those of us that lived through it we do like it's a reference even like you and i never watched it but we know that it was a show yeah anyone born after that show ended has no knowledge that show ever existed no and they're right there's no reason to go back to it just leave it dead yeah probably anyway i don't (laughs) i wouldn't know but it's just weird it's weird to think about like so Nev Campbell was in that show. Oh yeah. And yeah, and then had, a, you know, a moderately successful movie career and then I think she's still doing stuff. Um Josh Wolf was in that show. I don't he's know kicked, who that is. He, I only know because he's been on Doug Love's movies. But he's like still producing and stuff. Like he's still working in the business.
1: Huh. And
0: then um I think the oldest brother was on, like, some soap operas or Lost or something. He was on something else. So, like, he's still kicking around. Like, a lot of people came out of that show and then went on and did other things. Huh. Wow. Not every show can say that. That's true. For instance, Boy Meets World. (laughs) Roll those. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So somebody made a, a, a passing remark because I'm just enjoying. New- now I'm just talking. Now I'm just saying whatever I want to say because you don't um, want to end. It's true, but also because it's like it's the last one. I want to give. want to give the people something. Yeah. Um. So Jack, who I believe is Matthew Lawrence, apparently somebody made a comment that like he got put onto Boy Meets World because. ABC. And this sounds right. ABC had a contract with, the, with like Joey Lawrence to like because they did the Lawrences. That was a sitcom. And it was just Joey, Matthew, and their younger brother. Okay. And so somebody was saying that like there was some kind of developmental deal. So after the Lawrences just flopped, they're like, go be on Boy Meets World. <laughs> nice. I'm uh, like, you know what? I don't know if it's true. But it sounds about right.
1: I thought you were going to tell me that they uh, messed up originally and they meant to have Martin Lawrence.
0: Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. If I ever get the reality gem where I can rewrite reality, I will uh-huh. definitely make it that Martin Lawrence was Sean Hunter's long-lost half-brother. That's it that would job. be... That would be amazing.
1: Yep. I mean, they look they look
0: similar. Yeah, yeah, they do. They wore the same size clothes. They did. I still say damn Gina, and I oh, I judge people on whether they understand what I'm saying when I say damn Gina.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, um. She is the only other character's name from that show that I remember, other than Martin.
0: Tommy ain't got no job, man. Yeah, but he said Gina way more than that. He did. He said Gina a lot. Like he that did. would be a that would be a fun thing to do. Just pick a random episode of Martin, and note how many times he says Gina.
1: Yeah, it, he he says it a lot to the point where I've remembered the character name. <laughs>
0: I just remember it because I think that Tisha Campbell is is a beautiful woman, and I always always thought that, and I still think that, and I still adore her.
1: Yeah, I mean she is. It's just you know, there's there's plenty
0: of beautiful people whose characters names I don't remember. <laughs> Not me. Topanga, Gina, Angela, end of list. No. Mambo number five. Mambo number five. <laughs> <laughs> hold that clip uh, do you remember who sang Mambo Number 5? Lou Vega yeah that's my man
1: I know you that's can't challenge
0: man. me that's always funny like I, I haven't gotten to do it in a while because no one loves me but uh, my, what,
1: uh what, do you, what do you need
0: baby? <laughs> my last ex apparently hated Sean Paul. And I don't okay. know why. And like we, we were together long after Sean Paul's high heyday. But so it would just make me laugh. I would just everyone else would be like Sean Paul. Just because it just <laughs> annoyed that <laughs> uh, out <your ex, laughs> of Yeah. yeah. Uh, you I wonder know. why. Yeah, because she's not cool. Uh she could have <laughs> she could have rolled with it. Oh the other thing. No, listen. There's a lot to go into so we're not going to. The other thing cuz I would ha- I would drive her to work every morning cuz I'm a good person. Um uh what was it Fifth Melody for five, Fifth Harmony? That was Fifth Harmony. Had a song uh, called Work and it was terrible and therefore hilarious to me. And it was it was it was all about um you don't you, you can work from home but work was a metaphor for sex oh so it was terrible she hated the song so i would turn it on to the like the hip hop station in the morning cuz that was like one of the few channels that didn't have talk it just had music at the time we were i was dropping her off mm-hmm. and so like if fifth harmony came on she'd go to turn the channel i go no nope. You're not driving. You have to listen to this. And I'd just be like, work, work, work. You ain't got to work, work, work. The funniest part
1: of that is that I can hear you getting down in your chair.
0: Right? <laughs> I like this chair. It's a very comfortable chair.
1: Yeah, it's it's adorable now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I would, like, I would still, I would every once in a while, just text her the link to, like, a Sean Paul video or Fifth Harmony and just be like, hey, in case you forgot, you ain't got to work, work, work. It's the video like I would love to do Chuck and I used to do um some video mockeries back in the day. I would love to do this video with you because I would I would just mock it with her where I'm just like because it's all these hot half-naked women walking around a construction site with like tool belts on and like angle grinding, and I'm just like, listen, OSHA's not approving any of this. You're not wearing you're not wearing the appropriate safety gear. <laughs> i mean if they had hard hats <clears throat> one yeah. is like booty dancing in the bucket of a bulldozer and i'm like that's just no it's not happening earth mover excuse me bulldozer has a blade and earth mover has a bucket okay <clears throat> nerd <laughs> nerd. that would be really fun to do like anytime anybody starts talking specifically about something just go nerd it's so like yeah. like so when someone starts talking about like baseball statistics, just nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, sh- damn. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's been it's been a fun you know two and a half years. It would have been two probably two or no excuse me three and a half years because it started in twenty
1: nineteen. Yeah, so I was
0: gonna say it would have probably been three if not for the break that I took last year because. You know, it just you hit me hard. To. Yeah, I needed to. Just like I need to now, no matter what I do next. <laughs> you know, And that's, I'll say that. Because a lot of this show has been about me kind of preaching self-care and preaching looking out for yourself. Like, don't be afraid to take a break. Like, obviously, you can't just quit your job if you got bills to pay. I get that. But like, you don't have to work every day. You don't have to work 12 hours a day. Like, I don't care if cuz I've had people be like no I have to no you don't like if you can do it good for you fucking rock that shit I believe in you do it if you can't don't <laughs> like the worst that's going to happen is they fire you and then go somewhere else where you don't have to do that yeah yeah you know but no it's been a it's been a good run like Perhaps. 150 157 episodes
1: Yep, that's how many you
0: were on. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> Fun fact: I'm the only person that's been on every episode of Boy Meets World, of Joe Meets World. Yes, there's those there's those statistics for Boy Meets World. I believe the only episode, the only characters that were on every episode is Corey and Sean. Possibly, yeah. Because Eric missed, even Will missed a couple. Topanga missed a few early on. Feeney missed a few later on, and then the parents were huge gaps. So, like, the only characters that were on every episode was Corey and Sean. Yep. And actually, I'm trying to, because I know there's an episode where you don't really see Corey much, but you do see him. Because It might only just be Sean. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, you know what? No matter what, I'm proud of this. So, hopefully, yeah. if, if anybody. If any of you folks are listening in the future, and you just happen across this ap- this podcast, and like went, let me start at the end, or bless you, let me start at the beginning, and you're here now, thank you. Like I know I've said it before, and I'll always feel it in my heart. Thank everyone that's ever listened. Thank you. I hope you hear that. I hope you know that. Like you you gave me motivation to talk to my friends about a silly show from the '90s. And it was fun, you know, and that's try to have as much fun as you can. Because one day you'll be dead. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Okay. All right. Whoa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that is, you know, you've been around me long enough. That's my old, you know, I mean, you have, fuck, you have a shirt that has my motto on it. Life's too short to be taken seriously. That's true.
1: I do. I also have a shirt that says um, we are all eventual ghosts.
0: Really? Mhm. I like that. Does it does it have anything else on it or is it just that?
1: It is a black shirt with plain gray text.
0: Okay. Like a little a little silhouette or something or like some a mist effect would have been really cool. But no, yeah, I, just I like love that. the
1: basic idea of it.
0: So, I'll say this here because I'm going to put this up for Brooks tonight. And then nobody else is gonna hear it for two days, so I'll probably also do this when I'm putting it up for Brooks. Roll those members days. members in the arms of the angel. Um <laughs> oh. jo- I love that we have inside jokes that literally nobody else understands. And I, that even might be a me inside joke, like you might not even remember. No, <clears throat> uh, I remember. Okay. Um, but so remember Belushi's college shirt from National Lampoons? Yeah. Animal House. I don't know why I said National Lampoons. I know. Animal, Animal House is the much more memorable part of that title. Um, <sighs> for whatever reason, it popped into my head where I'm like, I want to make that shirt, but it's just hero clicks. And there was something else that I forgot that I thought would be funny, too. But just as a callback to that, where it's just like word, thing. Yeah.
1: I did have a shirt once that said words on our shirt.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. I feel like I remember that shirt. No, yeah. I know now I know now we're talking about shirts. I know. I know. Well I guess it has to end eventually. <laughs> and I think yeah. we're running on fumes. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Alright, so Here at the end of the universe, have anything you want to plug Chuck?
1: Uh, No, no, as always.
0: All right. So for one last time, if you want, if you want more of me and who wants that, you can go to JoePank.com. That's J-O-E-P-A-N-C.com. There's all kinds of links there. Um, Future projects will be there potentially either there ClicksNexus.com, which is c-l-i-x-n-e-x-u-s um you the the store is linked there or you can go to joepank.threadless.com and get that shirt i was just talking about you can also get joe meets world merchandise because that's going to live forever uh you can get bad friends merchandise you can get whatever other silly ideas i have that i think are funny you can get basement buddies merchandise there uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cthulhu Homes or Joe Pank. Both will get you there. You can follow me on Instagram at pank 36 where I have my role, my first roll of the day. Um, I'm trying to put more stuff up there. Now that I'm not doing the podcast, I might put more stuff up there. Um, I believe that the double back, the Twitch is also on JoePank.com. I have plans to, I've been meaning to do more Twitch streams in general. Again, now I'm going to have an excuse to do more Twitch streams. So, you know, go over there, give me a follow. You can turn off the notifications if you don't want to watch anything I do. I respect that. But give, give a brother a follow. Um, and as always, if you want to relive Joe meets world in its full, unedited glory, you can go to patreon.com slash JoePank. Give us as little as $2 a month. That gives you the entire show archive and this episode, like everything, everything, everything. Um, it's also, like I said before, especially now if a whole bunch of you sign up for Patreon, I'm going to do something because I, as much as I like people giving me money, I also want people to continue giving me money So I try to give them their money's worth. So tell me, Chuck, what did we learn while doing this show? (sighs) Okay.
1: (laughs) So in doing this show, Mm -hmm. I learned. Not a we thing. It's an I thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe it's a royal week. Shut up me. Anyway, I learned that sometimes when the people you love ask you to do something that you think is not in your wheelhouse, uh is something you're super not interested in, maybe it's a show from the 90s you've never seen, but they're super passionate about it. Um just do it because you never know what good memories are going to come from that. You never know the insights you'll find on your already favorite people, new ideas behind them, new, new memories to be made with them. And just say yes to that kind of thing, because in the end, they're kind of all you have. And no matter how much you may not think you'll like something, give it a try. Because guess what? Sometimes those things are some of the best things to look forward to. What about you, Joe?
0: I learned that Chuck just tried to make me cry, but failed. And that I adore the sound of my own voice until next time whenever that may be get out there say yes love your friends and family and do good